to the Apostle Frederick Kaluluma podcast channel. Apostle Frederick is the senior pastor of the City of the Lord Church, and he has been anointed by God with a message that will take you deeper in your walk with Christ. We have the mission to bring hope to the hopeless, and we seek to build a community of believers founded on faith and walking in love until the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you would like to officially join the City of the Lord Church and get access to pastoral care, counsel, and one-on-one sessions with the man of God, fill in the form in the link below the podcast description. Now, here comes today's powerful word. It is your word. So grab your Bibles, pens, and notepads as we join Apostle Frederick from the City of the Lord Church in Lusaka, Zambia. Be blessed. Victory belongs to Him. Are you excited to be in church today? I'm going to share something for 10 minutes, then we pray. I, I know what I haven't finished yet. Your eyes say, speak volumes. I have not forgotten it. Okay. I want us to go to 2 Corinthians. Chapter number 13 and verse 14. Let's have it from the Amplified. What do you think of us reading it together? That's a good idea, right? One, two, three, go. and the presence and fellowship, the communion and sharing together and participation in the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Can we have the message to be our last one? One, two, three, go. And the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with us, be with all of you. Were you about to say surely? Okay. I want to talk a little bit about the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit. Um, The fellowship of the Spirit. One of the blessings that a believer has is the blessing of the fellowship of the Spirit. I want you to imagine this. Paul is right into a church, right? And then he ultimately ends his message by saying, let the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. Now, we know what the grace of the Lord Jesus does in our lives, right? Ultimately, the grace of the Lord will increase the blessing, the grace of the Lord will increase the manifestation, and all those things, and that's important. And he says, let the love of God be with you. But then he also goes on to say, and also the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And this is the intimate friendship. This is 
in the Greek you hear the, you'll see the word koinonia. It's a sharing, it's a becoming one with the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's a fellowship that in human terms, the closest you can get to it is a husband and wife. It's an openness. It's, it's participation. Can you imagine participating in the Holy Spirit? No wonder the Bible says whoever is joined to the Spirit is one Spirit. Now, I want you to understand that if you want to know how God wants to relate with you, one of the ways is to see some of the scriptural references between husband and wife. Why? Because majority of them, the major reason they were written was for Christ and the, the husband and wife part was actually the subordinate reason. Look at Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 25. Okay. <laughs> Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Continue. That he might sanctify her and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Let's go on. That he might present it to himself that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having any spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that he should be, she should be without blemish. Now, um, I just want us to see something, and then I'll take us to Songs of Solomon. When was the last time you read Songs of Solomon? Do you ever read Songs of Solomon? <laughs> Okay, let's skip to verse 31. And it says, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Verse 32. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. So meaning, as much as we use it to talk about husband and wives, and it, rightly so, the bigger mystery is that he's talking about Christ and the church. So there is a certain affection that God wants from his bride, who is you. He wants you to have moments where you've just come to love him. I asked a question the other time. I said, if all you do 24-7 I bind the devil, I bind the devil, I bind the devil. And the next day, I declare I'm rich. I declare I'm rich, I declare I'm rich. You may think you're prayerful. But are you really prayerful? Or are you just talkative? What am I trying to say? He wants you to have moments where you've just come to love him. He wants a bride who's very passionate about him. But the challenge is if all you do is warfare, you start being very aggressively affectionate towards God. God, I love you. 
God, I love you. God, I love you. God, I love you. Go, 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 go. I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes calm down. Let the heavens get shocked. You know what? Um, when I was doing my master's, there was this person in my class who was very... Those people who are teasing everyone, very talkative and very... You know those people that you don't want to sit next to? Or maybe if there's a group assignment, those people that you don't want to be put in the same group with. As in, she was very negative towards other people. And then the challenge is that when you're a smart person like me, she always wants you in her group. Because she'll be like, I ask the smart ones, not those. How do you talk about our colleagues like that? And then one day I'm seated with her, and she receives a call. I was in shock. Her husband called Imwe. The humility. <laughs> I was in shock. As she was from talking, talking. Then the husband calls, hello, baby. I'm like, ah! Oh. <laughs> I'm like this one. Firstly, I was shocked that she was married. And secondly, no, my love. She was like, ah. So listen, we bless the Lord for your aggressiveness towards the devil. But God wants your affections. There is nothing that pleases God more than a person out of their own free will saying, God, I love you. Imagine he's asked, what's the greatest commandment? And he says, you shall love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength. Even with your serving, try it one time. You're lifting a chair. I, I, I hear the brothers like lifting chairs. Is that true? Although some of the brothers are not very helpful. They come late after the sisters have already lifted all the chairs. Should I ever find there is a sister lifting a chair and the brother is just there chilling, chatting with his friends? You know me that day. So sometimes try it as you're lifting the chair. Oh God, I'm lifting this chair because I love you. I'm not lifting it to impress sister. <laughs> I'm sure. Is somebody following me? And God wants to clothe you with the mantle of intimacy. That's what he wants to do. Somebody say glory to God. He wants to clothe you with that mantle of intimacy. So I wanted to give you an example from um, Songs of Solomon. Because from Songs of Solomon, you get to see an idea of how God wants, the, the kind of passion that God wants not just between husband and wife, but between him and his church. Okay, let's... Let's read. Songs of Solomon, chapter 5. Okay. And let's read verse, verse 2. I sleep, but my heart is awake. 
It is the voice of my beloved. That's interesting. The kind of passion God wants is where when you hear him speak, when he says, Mary, something must move in you. Like, wow, it's the voice of my God. I don't know if you're hearing me. Let's read a few verses. So she checked the door and didn't find him, right? Read verse, let's start from verse 6. I opened for my beloved, because she had wasted time if you read earlier. But my beloved <laughs> had turned away and was gone. My heart leaped when he spoke. I sought him but could not find him. I called him but he gave me no answer. Verse 7. The watchmen who went about the city, the Shishita, they struck me. <laughs> they wounded me. The keepers of the walls took my veil away from me. But her attention is not to her wounds. <laughs> Let's go on. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, if you find my beloved, tell him that I am lovesick. Wow. <laughs> and then the daughters of Jerusalem asked, uh-huh, next verse, with all these prayers, prayers, you think you're more spiritual than other people? You think God is the only one who, you're the only one God listens to? Have you ever gotten those comments before? Yeah? Junior Jesus. <laughs> what other nicknames have you been given? Have they ever told you, no, the reason you just keep going to church a lot, I'm sure there's like a brother or like a sister you've seen. It's got nothing to do with you being prayerful. Have you ever gotten those comments before? You keep praying, praying. I'm sure it's just exam period. <laughs> but So they asked, what is your beloved more than another beloved? Or fairest among women? What is your beloved more than another beloved that you so charge us? Let's continue. And he said, my beloved is white and ruddy, chief among 10,000. Can you see that this is now talking about the Lord Jesus? Chief among 10,000. His head is like the finest gold. <laughs> His locks are wavy and black as a raven. She starts describing her beloved. And if you've read in the scriptures, how are the descriptions? They are descriptions. This is why you find words like, if you read verse 16, his mouth is more sweet. Yes, he is altogether lovely. You see where you get that in your songs? This is my beloved and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. I can go. Can I take you to another one? How of you have never read these books before? Eh? So, chapter 6. Then she's asked, because they're like, look, you're the fairest among women. What? What's. Why this beloved? And so they said, where has your beloved gone, or fairest among women? Where has your beloved turned aside, that we may seek him with you? <laughs> uh -huh. Said, my beloved has gone to his garden, to the beds of spices, to feed his flock, to gather lilies. I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. He feeds his flock among the lilies. Now, many of them use the language of their day, right? And in the language of their day, 
That's sometimes the reason why we don't appreciate certain things is because perhaps we have not learned how to uh, bring it to today's world. So for example, if, if for some of us, if you're saying, oh God, you're the balm of Gilead, you've got no idea what balm of Gilead is, right? Or the lily in the valley. Do you know what a lily looks like? What I'm trying to say is, do you know you can develop your own love language with God? So perhaps you don't like honey, right? There's that song, your name is like honey on my lips. You've sang it, you've heard it before? Your spirit's like water to my soul. Your word is a lamp unto my feet. Jesus. Okay, we bless the Lord. So if you want, in your own time with God, you can go, oh, your name is like lint chocolate on my lips. Maybe it will relate better with you. In case you don't like honey. <laughs> like super shake. <laughs> you know, it sounded so funny, right? <laughs> you know why? Because many of us who are relating with God, we, we remove ourselves from our current world and then we take ourselves to a superficial world and sometimes the challenge is that we end up having two worlds. That's why you have a spiritual life and your life. I don't know if you're getting my point. So maybe for you, um, it is well, <laughs> I was going to say, maybe for you, horses are not really your thing. So maybe you're not going to really say, you know, my beloved rides on a thousand horses. You can say, my beloved, who rides on what's greater than a thousand jaguars? You know what I mean? <laughs> what I'm saying is develop your love language with God. It's important. Many of us have developed our warfare language with Satan. He even knows. We, I, I don't know, we make sure we use bombastic words. What words do you use when binding him? I thought all your, <laughs> all your maneuvers, all your demonic maneuvers. I launch out bazookas. <laughs> I don't know if you're hearing me. But you find you've got such a rich warfare language with Satan, but such a poor love language with God. That if I were to say, okay, for the next 10 minutes, no tongues, just you and God, talk to him. Tell him what you think about him. Within one second, I'm not saying tongues are bad, but within one second, I bind, hey, fire! But you need your love language with him. Because he is your beloved. Say, Jesus. Say it again. And perhaps, can I just show you a verse that just shows that this is referring to the Lord as well? Verse 6, yet again, it's no, Songs of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 6. And this is now the beloved speaking to. This is the bride speaking to the groom. And he says, and she says, Set me as a seal upon your heart and as a seal upon your arm. And she goes quite deep. She says, for love 
is as strong as death, jealousy as cruel as the grave. Its flames are flames of fire, a most vehement flame. Being on fire for the Lord, for me, is really a life of really being in love with him. There are sometimes I've met people and I can tell, okay, so I'm just not yet falling in love with God yet. You know what I mean? There's a place where, even when it comes to doing the right things, you're not, it's not really, it, it goes beyond it being about heaven or hell. You just don't want to hurt him. It's not, okay, I'll do this tomorrow, then he'll forgive me by Sunday. I'm sure Apostle will say something very touching. And then I'll lift up my hand and then God will forgive me. Then I'll do it again on Friday. That's, that's, that's a person who's not yet in love. No wonder Jesus said, if you love me, you obey my commands. It's not even, it, it's love that really keeps you faithful and loyal to him. So she says, set me as a seal upon your heart. And we know that the Lord Jesus received a spear. And says, set me as a seal upon your arm. And we know that the Lord Jesus received the nail on his arm. And then he says, for love is as strong as death. But the Lord Jesus defeated that because he rose from the dead. And jealousy as cruel as the grave. And the Lord Jesus went as far as the grave, but rose from the grave. And so that's a side of your relationship with him that he wants to develop with you. Your, your love life. God. How's your love life? Thank the Lord. So he says, if you love me, you obey my commands. Do you remember when Jesus was giving a job interview to Peter? Maybe for some who've never read it, let's just go, ooh, I've gone beyond what I wanted. Let's just go to it quickly. And then we'll, we'll have five minutes to pray. John, um, where are we? Is it John? 21 and verse John 21 and verse 18 uh, 17 Oof, we went too far start from the first time he asked we went a bit far why did I go far? verse 15 Okay, so let's read it. John 21, 15. So when they had eaten breakfast, so Jesus would eat breakfast. Right? He wasn't fasting every day. So Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? And he said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. Meaning ministry is also for those who love him. Ministries for those who love him. He said to him the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord. You know that I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. Next one. He said to him the third of time, Simon, more than, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things and you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Then afterwards, Jesus said, when you are younger, this, 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 and he begins to describe the kind of death that Peter would die. But he was saying, you love me enough that even when uh, the storms come, you're still going to do the assignment that I've given you. It's, it's the love of God that keeps us through. That's why sometimes they get shocked. 
Someone left the department because someone answered you back. Peter would laugh. Peter would like, that's your trial and tribulation. And I have a chair, please. So the job interview for Peter to be in charge of the apostles was, do you love me more than this? Okay. So you know I like to be practical, right? I've got five minutes. You tell God how much you love me. I might be coming to stand next to you to hear what you're saying. trade you for silver or gold. I would not trade you for riches and gold. You are, you are my everything. Wouldn't trade you for silver or would not trade you for riches and joy. You are, you are my You are, 
are my everything. Just two more minutes. Talk to him, he's your father. Spend forever gazing at the one whose eyes are blazing, cause I adore you every day. All I want is you. One more minute. I'll spend forever singing For the one whose crown is shining Cause I want you Every day All I want is you
And so I sing of your love And oh, I sing of your love And so I sing of your love Father, I love you. God. How many of you have enjoyed that? Okay. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. I bless you with his presence. I pray for you that may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you. In Jesus' name, amen. We can say the grace. You don't want to say the grace. The amazing grace. And the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with us. International Women's Day to all the women. We love you so much and happy Women's Day. Oh wow, what a service. I have been so blessed and I know you have been too. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. You can reach the City of the Lord Church on 0777-930882. If you are unable to call, you can email us on thecityofthelordzambia at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook at the City of the Lord Church. Stay blessed.